Hey, beautiful lady. Today we're going to chat about motherhood and dreams, one of my absolute favorite topics. And I just keep feeling over and over again in different ways, the Holy Spirit tug to talk about this between people asking me, it coming up in conversations, between just all these little and big confirmations here and there. I am, I'm just receiving some consolations from the Lord that he wants me to keep talking about this. And I do think that this is something our world really struggles with because our society often tells us that motherhood is the death of our dreams. But I'm here to tell you that it was never meant to be so. It was meant to be the expansion and the purification of our dreams. Motherhood is always a gift. Children are always a gift, no matter the circumstances, no matter the how unexpected and hard it may be. Life is always a gift and we need the support to continue to pursue our dreams. But I 100% believe that this is what God has designed for us. And so learning how to dream again and pursue those dreams in alignment with our values. In the context of our motherhood, it's, it's such a gift and it's such an important journey that so many of us are on, but so many of us who are struggling with it. And so this is for any women who are struggling to believe that it's possible to be a great mom and to pursue your career goals or your dreams, whatever they may be, at the same time. Hey friend, welcome to Arm to the Heart. I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race set before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. So many of us end up thinking things like, this feels impossible and at best maybe unsustainable you know it always feels like one is at the expense of the other like I always feel guilty or like I'm failing in one area of my life or another at any given time you know many of us end up thinking if I want to achieve my goals it means I'm going to have to sacrifice my family to be a great mom I guess I'll just have to give up my dreams how many of us end up thinking things like that I know I have many times many many times And the truth is these thoughts probably leave you feeling pretty defeated, discouraged, overwhelmed, guilty, frustrated, inadequate, and maybe even resentful of motherhood. And you're probably already feeling like you're failing or you're not enough in certain areas of your life. But these thoughts I know do not help you show up more present to your family or move any closer towards your goals. They just keep you feeling stuck. I know that's what they do for me. I I know this very intimately because I've been there too. So what can we do? I'm going to teach you how to shift your mindset here with some, some quick shifts that you can make to reframe these into more helpful thoughts that are in line with God's truth and also that are going to serve you much better. So let's shift. Let's shift this mindset. Let's flip the script a little bit here. Please remember, I know I need the reminder all the time. But I want to remind you, you are exactly the mom your family needs. You have something unique to offer the world. And it's okay if you're learning to do both without compromising what matters most. If God has called you to it, 
you can trust that he is going to equip you for it. He does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. He equips us as we go because that's what his grace is for. We do not have to have it all figured out. We do not have to be good enough before we fulfill whatever it is that God has called us to, whatever mission he's placed in our hearts or that he asks of us. If he calls you to it, he's going to make a way. So you can, you can remind yourself, I am exactly the mom my family needs, and I have something unique to offer the world, and I'm learning what it takes to do both without compromising what matters most. I can give myself space to be on that journey, and I can remember that if God has called me to it, he will equip me for it, and I can trust him in that. I can have faith that he will lead the way. All right, so that's the first one. Another one that might be helpful. I'm working on pursuing my God-given dreams while honoring my call to be a great mom. And I can do both with intentionality, with discipline, with perseverance, and a lot of grace. Let me say that again. We can work on pursuing our God-given dreams while at the same time honoring our call to be a great mom. But what is it going to take? It's going to take intentionality. It's going to take discipline. It's going to take perseverance. And it's going to take a heck of a lot of grace. (laughs) A lot, a lot of grace. And so many virtues that we can grow in and cultivate because that's what it's going to take. It's not going to be easy. Because again, we're going to be pressured to do it the world's way, which is going to make us feel like we have to choose between which is going to tell us lies that we're going to have to sacrifice what matters most if we want to pursue our dreams. And then also it's going to tell us the lies that our worth is in achieving whatever it is. It's in performing, it's in producing. And then it also is going to cause us to feel like we need to be afraid of motherhood or just count the cost because of how hard it is. But we don't have to stay stuck there. So we can be in the process of learning how to pursue our God-given dreams while honoring our call to be a great mom. All right, we can do both. We can do both. It's possible. And how is what God guides us in. Okay, next is, it may take time to integrate my motherhood and dreams and redefine my own version of success. But I am worth it. My family is worth it. My dreams are worth it. Because guess what? Our dreams are not for us at the end of the day. It's not for us. Yes, it's going to bring a a lot of purpose and meaning and fulfillment and all of those things. But our dreams are about our call to serve and our call to make the impact that God has meant for us to make in the world. It's about who we become along the way and how who we become is the gift to the world. So it's not the achievement of those dreams that, that matters as much as it is the impact that it has on other people, you know? So remember that too. So what was that again? It was, it may take time to integrate my motherhood and dreams and redefine my own version of success. So a couple keys there too, right? Give it time. Give it time. It's okay to be in the tension of the becoming, (laughs) of the growing, of the stretching, of the shedding of the layers. It's okay to be in that. And there's beauty and goodness and so much fruit that God is bearing through it, through being in the thick of it. (laughs) So give yourself the, the grace to be in it. And then also remember we're redefining 
success. We're redefining it to let go of whatever we don't need to be holding on to anymore, to let go of the layers of things that are holding us back, and also of those versions of success that are not of God. So it's worth it. It's worth it. And your calling to your family and your contribution to your community or your profession, they can coexist. You know, when we feel like we're torn between the two, we, we oftentimes feel like they can't coexist. They can't exist simultaneously. But guess what? They can coexist. And they can also complement one another really beautifully if we allow God to show us how. He wants them to. God is always making a way for the both and. You know, we're going to talk a lot about what that looks like, but it's not as much an either or as it is a both and. And just like motherhood is full of joys and hardships. Same thing with, you know, trying to figure out how to balance work and family. It's a both and. And these roles that we play, they can be a both and. And they can complement one another beautifully. All right, another thing, instead of being defeated in okay, you know, being a mom means I'm going to have to give up my dreams or it's going to make me a bad mom or whatever it is. Following my dreams actually can help me be a better mom. My example can be an inspiration and a testimony to my children of what it looks like to pursue my God-given calling, to be open to who God calls me to be for the world and for my community and to serve him and bring glory to him through that while still putting my family first while still putting my vocation first. So I think 100% our dreams can help us be a better mom. When we do it God's way, it will help us be a better mom. We do it the world's way. So that's where it gets a little bit shaky. But we can lead by example for our children. And I know that's a big motivator for me. I want my life to bear witness to what it looks like to discern what God has placed in our hearts and how he calls us to use our gifts to serve his kingdom. And I want to show my kids what it looks like to do so with integrity and with wholeness while keeping first things first, living in alignment with my priorities. And then another shift that we can make is I want to remind my children the blessing and the inspiration that they are by how I pursue my dreams because I don't want to pursue my dreams with either resentment or guilt towards motherhood, but instead gratitude for how it shaped me. And this was inspired by my dear friend and one of my coaching clients, my one of my very first coaching clients who I worked with through her pregnancy and postpartum, Katie Walter. And she's just an incredible human being. Shout out to you, Katie, if you're listening. Katie is an armor officer, and for anybody who is in the army, you know what that is, but for those who aren't, it's one of the combat arms branches, and so she is, you know, on the cutting edge of being one of the first women in that branch, and she is one of the first mothers in that branch, and just an incredible human being, but she inspired me to write this particular line because she had shared a text with me one time how grateful she was for supporting her in how to pursue her dreams without resentment or guilt towards motherhood, but gratitude for how it shaped her. And I was like, that is, I I literally cried when I received that text because like, that is why I do what I do. And, and truly like that is, that is like the heartbeat of my work. It's always been that Mm -hmm. it's always been, it's always been that integrated approach. And 
because again, we are, we are integrated human beings. That's how God has made us. And it's not an either or, but it's a, how can we live out the calling to both? Because many of us have been called to both. And that's what we know in our hearts that we're called to both, but we're just figuring out what that looks like in a world that, that tells us it either has to be either, or it has to be a certain way. And that certain way doesn't sit well with us, right? Because we're, we're sacrificing what matters most when we're, we're following the world's way. And so I just encourage you to really, really focus on gratitude for how motherhood has shaped you and how that then translates into who you can be in your work or as a leader or whatever it is that you are called to do. Oh, just, it's so powerful when we think about it in that way. Oh man, now I'm getting emotional here. So just to kind of round this out, the world needs what you can give. The world needs what mothers have uniquely to give, both to our families and also beyond. And if God calls you to it, if that dream, that prompting that you keep feeling in your heart, that tug towards whatever it is, if it stays there, if it keeps coming back, then it may be God-led. And if it's God-led, he's gonna, he's calling you to it, then he's going to make a way. And he wants to show you how. But we have to be willing to lean on him at every single turn. And we have to also be willing to step through the discomfort sometimes of growing in our faith, of growing in our trust and our obedience to him when he calls us to step forward in faith, even when it's hard and even when it takes a lot of courage and even when it goes against the grain. What can help us make this a million times easier and better and more life-giving is doing this surrounded by women who can believe in you and your dreams and who can help you to discern God's will and to hold you accountable, hold you accountable to taking those steps forward in faith when you're falling into a lot of self-doubt, when you're falling into a lot of self-criticism of doubting whether or not you have what it takes and when the enemy tries to get you down because that's what the enemy does, right? Tries to get us down. And the reality is, is that again, we are in a spiritual battle and the enemy is going to try to force us to ignore our calling, is going to make us doubt, make us feel overcome by fear of insecurity, to make us wonder, to make us wonder if it's all worth the effort, if we're strong enough, if anyone even cares, if it's going to work. The enemy is going to want us to curl up and hide and run from our call to want to hide in under the covers, curl up in a ball, to be afraid potentially of the cost, to feel like we should give up. And it's, it's hard. It's not easy stepping into our call, but it is worth it. And as I shared with a friend the other day who was kind of going through something like that and wrestling with some of those insecurities in her own small business, so many of us feel this and we feel very alone in it, but I love thinking about our dreams and those little seeds that God plants in our hearts of our dreams and our desires to make an impact and to serve in a powerful way. I love to think about it as with the metaphor of motherhood. And let me explain what I mean by this. So 
when we think about motherhood, right? Like our baby starts off, we conceive our baby and they're they're tiny, tiny little little baby, right? It's like a little seedling. And we are we obviously are one of the first to know that we're expecting. And it's like this little secret between us and you know, probably our spouse and God. And it's it feels very vulnerable. It feels scary sometimes and that life is so precious and so new and there's so many emotions with it right and there can be a lot of fear there can be a lot of anxiety there can be a lot of stress of you know of of maybe even wrestling with a little bit of like wow this was very very different from my own plans and some of the mourning that can happen with that right and in a very similar way i think our dreams are the same because our dreams start off as this vulnerable seedling of an idea or, you know, it's almost like the, the faith of a mustard seed. It starts off so small, but then what happens? It grows and grows and grows into the fullness of who it's meant, what it's meant to become, just like a baby does. It grows inside us. Like we continue to nurture it and nourish it and grow stronger over time. If God intends for it to be, if for us to give birth to that child. And same thing with our dreams. We are giving birth to our dream, which in many ways like comes out of our hearts in a very powerful way. And so in order, if you think about it in motherhood, in order for us to give birth to our child, There's a becoming process of becoming a mother, of stretching, of growing, of a lot of the nourishing, right? And then we start to slowly probably share the news and we start to give witness externally and visibly to the people around us that we're working on the dream or that the dream is coming to fruition. You know, the baby is almost born. (laughs) And then one day we give birth. But we've become a new person in that process. We've had to stretch and grow and become the woman who's capable of giving birth to that dream or giving birth to that child. And I do believe it's important to protect our dreams when they're in their infancy stages because it's a vulnerable time, right? And others won't necessarily understand. You know, we're going to have critics who are going to plant seeds of doubt in our hearts. You know, good mentors and friends in a community around us will protect and encourage us in that dream. And just as, you know, we're only comfortable sharing probably the news of pregnancy with the people who we trust the most at first, who we know will pray for us and our baby, and who will also be there for us in the case of loss. It's the same way when it comes to our dreams. You know, we need good friends, we need mentors, we need those who will protect our dreams and encourage us in them and propel us towards our purpose and give us confidence in who we are meant to be. And I remember when God first placed arm to the heart on my own heart, I was terrified to share this dream with others. It felt so vulnerable at the time. And it was this huge step of of being brave enough to even share that with the world, that I was starting this small business, you know? And now there are these new dreams I have that are in that same stage that I've only shared with a few people who I know can really, I can really entrust that dream to while it's in its kind of more fragile state. And it really does remind me 
of pregnancy. And eventually, right, the world is going to see what is being birthed, birthed through us. But in the beginning, the beautiful dream is held much deeper within, and it's only shared with those who we know will help protect and will hold it sacred, just like with pregnancy. So, you know, I just encouraged my friend in that same metaphor the other day. And so I encourage, you know, for any of you who are in that same place, I think it really does help to think about it in that light and to know that, again, stretching is part of the journey. It's it's painful, but it's just like labor pains. <laughs> you know, growing and giving birth to, to the baby is like growing into, you know, the impact that we're meant to make. And it starts with the seeds of the dreams that God gives us. And then it grows into full fruition with a lot of faith and a lot of perseverance, right? And a lot of, you know, tending to and, you know, pulling out the weeds when they come, which is like the lies of the enemy and those seeds of doubt and those insecurities and whatever it is that's going to hold us back. Like in, in podcast episode 10 that I just published, all those things that, that block us from living out our call. So we can trust that if it's God's will, we are going to see the fruit, but it's going to be in his timing. And just like, it's like we get really impatient at the end of pregnancy because we're like, I just want to be done. This is really hard. It's really uncomfortable. I think the same thing when it comes to our dreams, you know, like there's this patience that it takes and it's really hard to be in the thick of that. But in the waiting, I think there's a beautiful trust and surrender that we're also invited into. And I'm going to talk about a couple of the things that really helped me going into my last birth because I just had this beautiful, beautifully transformative experience where God taught me what it looks like to lean on him more, to trust him going into labor and to bring so much more peace and be able to really ditch all of those fears and anxieties that so many of us have going into labor because it's a big thing and it, you know, it can be really scary. And especially if we've had you know, a really difficult or even traumatic birth experience. I think even more so, or if we know of those who have, it can be really, really scary. But God invites us into so much trust and surrender. And I think it's the same with our dreams. So all that to say, the world needs you. The world needs you to live out your call. And God wants you to be able to pursue your dreams in the context of your motherhood in an integrated way that protects what matters most, that allows you to show up more fully as the mom that you're meant to be, in addition to whatever other you know way that you're meant to make a difference in the world. So you can do both. They can coexist and they can complement one another beautifully. And sometimes we just have to recognize when we're in the discouragement, when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling like it's not possible, we got to remember that nothing is impossible for the Lord. And that he always is inviting us into more faith in him. And that's where it's going to be the most beautiful and the most meaningful. And where he is going to bring the most fruit through us. So let him do that for you. Let him do that for you, sister. And always, always run to the Father. Whenever you're feeling discouraged, run to the Father and he's going to show you the way. 